My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. Uh, it's the Bob and Zip cast with Ed Kelly. Uh, lots going on in the world. I want to I want to catch up though first with Ed Kelly mm. because we talked about something and, and then we heard nothing, which no news may be bad news. But Ed was up for the job as the announcer for the Detroit Tigers, uh, and I know you auditioned, and I know you got whittled down to semifinalists and finalists. Yes. And is it is it bad luck to bring it up? Did you get the job? No, I did not. But I got a very kind email that said, uh, you know, congratulations on making the cut. But we decided to go with another talent. But we will consider you. For, we will consider using you further for voiceover work because they they allowed me to be the guy to voice the opening day promos for TV and radio for the Tigers. Nice. So, oh, nice. so you got some work out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's a good thing. And that's a lot faster than staying for an entire game and the cold at night every night. Oh, so night. Maybe, I still love the gig. Well, especially so, when so there's so no... now it comes out that you didn't really like the idea of the job anyway. <laughs> no, that's not true. I'd take it tomorrow. But uh, okay. Well, especially yeah. if, if you got that job, you'd be announcing to no one in the stands. <laughs> the current, <laughs> current trend Hang on a second. Uh, you guys aren't familiar with this, but this is the... That's okay. the bell. All right. Uh, the bell signifies the something very important was just said. <laughs> okay. Or we'll, that we'll we seldom ring on this show. Yeah. Or that one of us was paid to say it. One or the other. Oh, okay. It's a plug bell. So okay. uh, is that going to happen? Are it, we going to have... NBA, they, they're considering it. They're considering yeah, it. Yeah. They've, told, they've already warned the players, right? Am I right, Zip? Uh, I think, said, yes. I hey, think, guys, yeah. uh, you might be playing to an empty house, you know. So. I saw uh, a news story. I haven't read it yet. Yeah. Um, I sent it to you. I know. I, that, that's why I saw it. But I, I, so I always find I always try to find the what's hypocritical about this. You know, if I was Sesame Street, the whole show would be about that. <laughs> <laughs> One hypocrite. Ah, ah, ah. Two hypocrite. Yeah. Ah, it's ah, like ah. it's like Madonna. Also, I think you sent that. She canceled yes. a bunch of her concerts. Yeah. Um, France, Paris, which France. It's nice of her. I, I mean, for her fans, I'm sure it's not because she doesn't want to get sick. It's not her. But if the, the NBA, it's like if Madonna held the concert and broadcast it, you're still getting together a whole bunch of people who might get sick. And the same with the NBA. I mean, have you ever seen those guys? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I had courtside. They, they'd have to sanitize every single possession because they're yeah. constantly touching each other and then denying they did it. Well, they'd yes. have to put one of those salad bar spit guards, you know, around the yeah. entire court Sneeze area. Almost, almost, yeah, almost like a yeah. hockey rink. You know, that yeah. way, bubble it over and then you can... You See, know. we thought of that back in the Middle Ages. Right. <laughs> but uh let's let's put this in context today the day we're recording is march 10th yeah, 2020 and the coronavirus depending upon where you are is either a massively disruptive event or something you're still thinking might be a hoax and blaming it on china right and how i know that is I was boiling maple syrup the other day, and someone came over and said, I think this is China's fault. And I went, it's China's fault, huh? Well, uh, if you get a cold, is it the United States' fault? Hmm. It was just, we must be watching some news. And, and so it turns out, 
on Fox News, there was this guy railing about China. And he called China a primitive country. And I thought about it because oh my friends who, who watch Fox News, and by the way, I watch it too. I, I, it's very entertaining. It's like wrestling. Um, but my friends who... <laughs> it is. The story is fake, but you yeah. want to believe it's real. Same exact thing. And Oh, yeah! <laughs> and anyway, the, um, I saw this clip of this guy... And he was saying that, you know, this kind of disease happens because China is a dirty, disgusting, underdeveloped country. And then I thought, the other day on my TV, there was a screensaver. And it was this, such an amazing, futuristic, gorgeous city that I thought it had to be like CGI that someone made it up. And it was some big city in China. It might have been Beijing or... You know, wherever. But I mean, it was, I, I actually looked it up and I was like, holy cow, they have like flush toilet and everything. And <laughs> what people don't realize is China's a very rich uh, country with a sort of a totalitarian government that enslaves its people to work hard for very little, a lot of them. And we enslave their people. We, uh, if you walk around your house, the clothes you're wearing, the little gadgets, the mm -hmm. doodads. When I say doodad, you know, I'm referring yeah, to the iPhone, Walmart, yeah. of course. Yeah, uh, But all those little doodads, everything in your house is made in China. And the, the nerve of those people getting a cold. That's what I was thinking. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Put your kids back to work. <laughs> Get those kids back in the factory and make me a sweater. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. I recently got a gift of Nike sneakers, and I, I, I don't wear Nike sneakers because... The original, you know, stories that came out about Chinese children putting them together. I just couldn't sh couldn't be shod in them without shame. So, really? Wow, that's I, nice. I didn't turn down the gift. I just said thank you and put them on, and they really fit well. And, and <laughs> they feel did fit well, didn't they? <laughs> Zipper, yes. strangely quiet. How do you feel about this global conscience? Well, I was, uh, you know, they uh, one of the things, you know, when they keep the Irish from partying on uh, St. Patrick's Day, we're no, we, you know, you're in trouble. Uh, Boston pulled the plug. <laughs> so, Boston pulled the plug on the well, St. Patrick's that, Day <clears throat> parade. So. That's a primitive, decrepit country if I ever saw Ireland. <laughs> Listen, Zipfell, no. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. I don't know if you want money to hold this thing in Boston, but I have a very particular set of skills. You know, I'm putting on a party. Putin <laughs> Bear is one of them. So, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, like, for instance, Jeannie, right, has a, a event coming up on this weekend. It's her business expo for the Chamber of Commerce mm -hmm. she runs. And she's freaking out because they're pulling the plug on all these assembled events. And she doesn't know. She just hopes she won't get too much pushback. In Worcester. Well, it's actually, yeah, south of Worcester. But it's, you know, yeah. there's, it's a it, full gymnasium. You know, there's 120 exhibitors. I mean, it's a big deal. And there's Are a there lot any of money cases in Worcester yet? Because I was just yeah. in Worcester with you, sleeping in a hotel, eating at restaurants, going to coffee shops, <laughs> figuring... Nobody's done international travel here. I'm still safe. <laughs> well, what do you, you know, you're in such a bind. What do you do? You can't ignore it and just say, ah, oh, you know, hell with that. We're, everything's fine. We're just going to have the event. And then somebody keels over. And then what happens? You know. Well, it, so, and that's what it. Except, it, 
It's risk. You know, it's liability. Try the lobster. It's cheaper now. <laughs> Nobody in China is buying it. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, so Zip, answer the question, though. Did, did they find a case in Worcester? Not that I know of, uh, but there's, you know, there's been a number. The number of cases popping up in Massachusetts is up there. I don't yes. have it in front of me. I have to take a look. That's true, and the and the Massachusetts border guards are very lax between Massachusetts and Worcester. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the same state. Well, so. that's the other problem, you know, in the area. Wow, you know, this area is a hot spot, but how do they know it's a hot spot if some, you know, people are still traveling around? And hence the lockdown in Italy. It's a complete countrywide lockdown. I was going to say kudos. Yeah. So, well, what? Well, for how long? What's the plan? Do they have one? Well, so. All right, you guys know I'm obsessive compulsive, right? Yes. Yes, OCD. So I ch- I chew this difficult, tough meat so you don't have to. <laughs> Pre-chewed. But I spend the day reading, uh, watching videos put out by scientists. I, I purposely watch MSNBC and Fox News and try to poke holes in their spins and so I can give you a perspective that's a that's a sort of a fence-sitting neutral perspective, but I have no idea if I'm right, which is one and of those no spin zone. No, it's no. I, that phrase unfortunately was co-opted by a a, a, <laughs> a, a child molester or a, what? What did he do? He, yes, he groped a bunch of a women bad. worked for him. Yeah, without their consent, because yeah. mm-hmm. uh, yes. with their consent. You know, I wouldn't despise him as much. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, um, so here's the thing about the three words you hardly ever hear, and you will hear them from time to time, are we don't know. What is the morbidity rate? We don't know. How does it survive in warmer weather? We don't know. We don't know. How many people are going to get it. We don't know. Now, if you've watched yeah, right, if you watch the news and if you've uh, spent, you know, time reading articles, you will find articles that say we do know. You will find an article that says the morbidity rate is somewhere between 2 and 3%. Two and, and 6%. Uh, uh, have you seen 6? I have. Wow. Is that Canadian? Is that six Canadian or is that six? No, US? no, but yes, they yeah. always want to exaggerate things. Now, I have also read an article that said, you know what? It's a bunch of malarkey uh, because most people who have the coronavirus just have the common cold symptoms, don't get tested, and don't get seriously sick. And if you wanted to get tested for the coronavirus, good freaking luck. Hmm. You have to be near death. Yeah, you have to be near death's door, and then they'll, uh, you know, oh, can I have a test? No, you cannot have a test. I really need a test. You look fine to me. I'm coughing. You're not coughing out of the lungs. You're fine. And, And what will happen? And this is, it's amazing because I got a note from my doctor. Did any of you get communications from your doctors yet? I have not. No. Not yet. Oh, I got I go to this uh, I go to this clinic for my Lyme disease, and uh, and I get a note from there. We just want to inform everybody of what we actually know about the coronavirus, and it says don't come to us for a test. We don't have any. In fact, if you want a test, you have to call this hotline number, where you're going to be referred to someone, and it's got to run by the CDC, and they're rationing the tests. So wait a minute. 
it transmits as easily as the common cold, but to get tested for it is like winning a scratch ticket in the lottery. But if you go on a cruise, you can get a free complimentary <laughs> test as you board. That's the bonus to so, taking so, the cruise. So, you will get a test when you so step off. How's that? <laughs> right. So Hells yeah. Here's what I think, and and I do not know. Can I? I might have put. I think that the truth is usually somewhere in the middle, and I think what it is is a very bad coronavirus, i.e. common cold, because the common cold is a coronavirus, mm-hmm. and uh, SARS and MERS were really bad ones that turned SARS out to... SARS and MERS. Yeah, mm-hmm. that turned out to have a very high mortality rate. This is not as high. Um, Much higher. But we don't know what this is because so many people have it and are not tested for it. We don't have any valid scientific data. It's new. It's it's new and improved. How much would you pay? The cold, yes. <laughs> yes. So, uh, and, so I look at our country going crazy. Now, maybe the World Health Organization, the CDC, uh, the infectious diseases people, maybe they know more than they're telling people in the news. But um, well, they're allowed to know because it gets quashed by the White House. Well, which has been the case. The White House is just part of the, you know, the White House is just reality TV show wrestling. Nobody takes it seriously. Even, even nobody takes it seriously, except the people who are working in factories and are rooting on for their favorite Hulk Hogan, Donald Trump, you know, wrestler. Um, the rest of the, you know, there are adults in, and I'm using the term loosely, but, but the White House isn't fooling anybody. Um, they're just taunting and bullying and having fun. I feel it as fun, actually. I look at Donald Trump now and I go, oh, best comic on TV. Love it. What did he say today? Sadly, that's true. Because it first really he said, is. I mean, seriously, he actually parroted Obama. He said, anyone who wants yeah. a test can get a test. That's like Obama. If you want to keep your health care, you can keep it. Your uh, doctor. Completely wrong, by the way. It's a soundbite. That was immediately looked at and refuted as like, what? Is he from Mars? But that's okay. That's his, seriously, he's a jester and it's fine. Uh, I look at instead what the real organizations that are supposed to protect us are doing and they have their heads up their ass. Uh, There's all that time China had this disease. Everybody knew that it was coming here eventually and they were buying us time. China. Shut everything down so we could have time to come up with a response. And what do we do? Nothing. Pretty much nothing. One thing that bothered me about that. Anyway, they were showing those clips of Trump, the remark you just made. Those other people that were standing around him are doctors, are they not? Don't they work for the CDC? And they kept their mouths shut. They were kind of nodding in agreement. Why didn't somebody say, "Eh, Mr. President, you may have that wrong. Have you ever been in a job where you couldn't speak freely? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I've, I mean, every single job one. I've had, this job I think we can somewhat speak freely, which is a, yes. the blessing is what we're doing it for. It's certainly not the fun trip to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but of course, if you work for Trump, you're going you're gonna to stand there and go, well, uh, so what he said about everyone could get a test let me, uh, para- it's, it's let me paraphrase it, this. Yes. No, 
Yeah, yeah. Now, let me paraphrase. No one can get a test. Thank you very much. <laughs> you say it. <laughs> and by the way, if you speak up too much, you are fired. I, I, I get the, yes. the saddest day in someone's life has got to be the day they accept the Trump administration, and then the happiest day, like, <laughs> <laughs> like when you sell a boat when he yeah. fires you, and the bigger the firing, the better you're going to do in the private sector. The bigger the fall, uh, the uh, yeah. softer the landing, rather. So yeah. anyway, yeah, I mean, and I'm polite to my Trump friends. They know, uh, look. I don't have anything against Republicans. I really don't. Uh, I think I like tax cuts. I think that occasionally they should not go to the rich. Um, I, I love what Bernie Sanders says. We have welfare, social welfare for the rich. We have socialism for the rich and uh, democracy for everybody else. It's such a great slogan. And yet even the Democrats are like, tamp it down, my friend. This guy is amazing uh, on the media. And but they don't realize the only person they got who can, it's a performance art now running for president. Yeah, I agree. And the only person they got it, it, is, is Sanders. And, they're yeah. and they quashed him. And, I, and it's going to be weekend at I Bernie Biden's. From now on, <laughs> I mean, uh, seriously, yes, uh, he's, pra was, he's practically a dementia patient, and I'll, you know, I, yeah. I'll probably vote for him, but I'll have to hold my nose no matter who I vote. And by the way, I've had a heart attack. Yes. <laughs> I was Sorry. just thinking, though, am, am I monopolizing I the vote, conversation? I, I have not, so not many years of experience doing that. I apologize. I will step back. And, and you know, I can't vote because I'm not a citizen. I'm an import. Uh, you know, it is some a people like import. Yeah. Some people don't. Yes, but I would I would uh, canvas for Bernie, and then I would go and I would vote for Biden. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and by the way, Biden, uh, I know people who know him personally, and I've watched him certainly my whole life on Meet the Press with Tim Russett, and you know back when politics, you know you would sort of wing and nod about when you were bullshitting. Remember Tim mm -hmm. Russert? People would go, yeah, I know I'm kind of full of shit, but this is what I'm supposed to say. Oh, and Tim would go, okay, well, that's fine, as long as we pointed it out. Let's move on to the next question. <laughs> it was a sort of a, it, it was sort of like verbal fencing, you know what I mean? There was respect, yes. yeah. and the tip wouldn't pierce the skin. <laughs> it would just set off the shock on the suit. <laughs> So anyway, we don't know was one big phrase, but the other one is that's a very good question. That's a very or that's good, a good question. question. While well, I think of yeah, how that I'm going to not answer think. it, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, and, and having said that, so Biden, as you know, as oligarch rulers who are corrupted by campaign money go, he's one of the lesser ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he claims his average donation is forty-four dollars. So. And I thought when I heard that last night, you are lying through those plastic-coated teeth. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway. And I know it. So, uh, all right. Sorry. Too much politics? No, no. One thing, about, one thing about Sanders, no. I saw him on, I think it was, it was Meet the Press, I think, on Sunday. And uh, he was asked by, um, what's his name from NBC? Why do I, can I not remember his name right now? Political commentator. Uh, well, the guy with the uh, the haircut, the Caesar haircut. Yes, know. yes. Uh, anyway, long story short, he says... <laughs> you mean the Meet the Press dude? Or? Yes. Um, I just can't remember his Which name. Which guy? I'll look uh, it up. It's a podcast. We can hear... What's his, not, his ratings are horrible. Chuck, uh, uh, Chuck, uh, Todd. Chuck Todd. Chuck Todd. Chuck Todd. Chuck Todd. Yeah. The Chuck Todd The guy with cast, two yes. one-syllable porn star male names. 
Anyway, he he asked Bernie, <laughs> said, look, you know, they're pulling the plug in all these events. You know, will you, uh, you know, stop doing the rallies if, you know, that this thing continues? And he kind of sidestepped it. He said, well, well, you know, obviously I'm not going to put anybody at risk, but, uh, you know, I'm going to, we're looking at it. We're looking at it. You know, we're looking at it from all angles. So he didn't really say he would uh, cancel his campaign. So he was. You're talking about. Uh, Bernie. Bernie you know, Bernie, yeah. you are a septuagenarian, and you may very well buy it. Yeah, he's at most risk, so, really. Um, oh, and yeah. as, as is Alex yeah. Trebek, they're not going to have any audiences on the Jeopardy show because of, uh, you know, he's being treated That's for true. stage uh, four. So, may anyway. we shift One gears, question, gentlemen? Please. All right. Yes. <laughs> may, may we shift gears? Certainly. Certainly. You're driving the bus, my Something friend. Th- uh, off the cliff. <laughs> he drives a stick. Yeah. yeah. Something momentous is happening in the global economy right now. And, uh, you know, little guys like us with their, you know, 401ks and, you know, who played by the rules all our lives and just sit there and watch. Oh. You know. <laughs> it's just... We're we're sitting here. We're passengers <laughs> on a roller coaster, and we can see ahead that there's a sec. There's a section of. Um, what do you right, think when you see the stock market crash by two thousand points? Well, let me just say this: in real time, the show's being recorded on Monday, correct at eleven thirty. The market started out uh, up eight hundred, and it's currently down sixty five. Yeah. So, Dow right. Jones. Um, I don't, so it's I could, a roller coaster. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, and they were talking about all kinds of stimulus and incentives, and I didn't, who knows. All I know is I've just, I can see I've tacked on another 10 years yeah. of labor to my retirement. Let's put it that way. That's kind of how I'm yeah, interpreting That's how you interpret that, that, That's a good way to Should interpret it. Yeah. T-bills and gold. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I have really. a friend who is uh, in his late 70s. And uh, the first day, the the shock of like a thousand point drop happened. Um, he uh, and he mentioned Lisa. I sh- I took everything out and put it in cash. And I thought well, that might be extreme. But then again, if you're Ooh. in your late seventies, and you know we're about to have it in two thousand eight, you know you can't wait till you're almost ninety. So I I guess you know. It feels like it might be that big, but they expect to have a vaccine within a year and a half. Well, what's what's going and, on with this current oil deal? That's the other. That's the thing that really. Uh, well, that's the other. So we're at war over oil. Do you understand this? Because yeah. I, I don't. I had someone explain Russia it to and me. Saudi Arabia. Are yeah. More so than us. So but. Russia has been cranking out more oil. It's part of Putin's Go Putin scheme. It's great. If I, if I was in Russia, I'd be like, go Putin, go. Uh, and, uh, and Saudi Arabia is a little ticked about it. And the United States makes oil. But like everything, our cost to produce is higher than other countries, especially countries that can enslave their people more than we can. You know why we can't enslave our people, by the way? 
Uh, Republicans freed us? I'm not sure. Uh, I got a I got a snappy answer, of course, uh, because then they couldn't afford all the health care that we stuck out of them. Uh, you know, we have high high bills to pay. We can't pay us thirty cents an hour or dollar an hour. So uh, so anyway, Russia's making a ton of oil, and the United States makes uh, became one of the world's biggest suppliers of oil, but we do it through fracking. And fracking costs more. And yeah. in order for our oil to be profitable, it needs to trade at around 50 bucks a barrel. Well, the gauntlet. Oh, we yeah, the gauntlet has been thrown. Uh, Saudi Arabia and Russia are doing an oil price war. And Saudi Arabia, I mean, they, don't have, they could charge a nickel for it. And they're still going to ride fat and happy. Mm-hmm. So Saudi Arabia dropped the price to 30 bucks a barrel yesterday. And I, I spoke to a really wise... Hey, Russia, take that. Yeah. I spoke to a really wise guy. A wise guy like the Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what I tell you? I'm just going to give him an open. Did I say something to you out of class that I shouldn't have said? You tell me what I said. Because <laughs> if you tell a friend, that's your ass. <laughs> but uh, I spoke to a smart lawyer who's very well read and, and has always been smart about this stuff. And he said, this is it. The oil industry is going to go under and clean air is going to win. Uh, he basically said when oil gets uh, this cheap, it's because they're, they're fighting against solar panels. They're fighting against everything new that's coming. And I said, well, I don't understand. If oil gets cheap, then why won't we just keep using? Well, oil's cheap. Partially, investors are fleeing oil because they, they, they're tired of this. And they see new energy growing finally. And you're going to see an actual shift in humanity towards mm. renewable energy. And I thought, my granddaughter's going to have a really nice world someday. I wish I was here to see it. Mm. Isn't it ironic? And President Thunberg wouldn't <laughs> be there to shepherd it all. <laughs> that was a good slam right there, Ed Kelly. Oh, I, I don't know if President Thunberg, uh, it, you know, she's going to be slammed like Hillary. She's going to, you know, look at that face. She's, yeah. she's got that blank, um, what do they call it? Um, stare. Asperger's stare. Forget that. They, they'll just rip her. They're already ripping her apart. Well, the, this backs right up to what Asperger. <laughs> this backs up to what we were just talking about, you know, with everyone not flying, no cruises, you know, stay at home, no one's driving, uh, no one's using fossil fuels right at the moment because no one's going anywhere. I mean, how does it, how does it turn around? How, you know, how do you recover until you know? Can we just sit idle for a year? Uh and, and by the way, that's the prescription. That's the recipe for dealing with this disease as laid out in China, laid out in Italy, and coming soon to the United States. Uh, what's really funny to watch is the administration now talking about bailing out a whole bunch of industries. And you know how they talked about bailing them out? They said, we're not going to bail them out. And you would only say that if you needed to say it. Because uh, the cruise ship industry, the airlines, they're all going to... You don't want all your major industry going bankrupt. You think the stock market's low now. Oh, oh. Uh, so it's going to be... Gonna, the government's going to like do a, an Obama-style massive stimulus handout. And uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be pretty nasty for a little while. I think. I don't know. I, did I say I don't know? <laughs> yes, you did. 
That's a good I, question, yeah. Bob. I don't you, know. It's a good question. Heard, Did you say I don't know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, a very good question. By the way, uh, for listeners or even for you guys, uh, the internet doesn't like what we're saying, so there's a little bit of a delay today. <laughs> Which there gives us that sort of satellite thing that makes it hard to uh, be jovial because we have about a half a second of delay between us. Um, and if uh, Zip, I, I would gladly give you some maple syrup if you'd edit some of those delays out. <laughs> I, I know it can be time. I'm not sure I can, actually. There, it's long enough to be annoying and short enough to really kind of not be able to get to- in there and clip it. <laughs> You know Short I mean? enough to be mediocre and good enough. Yeah, <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> that's what I. That's why I brought it up. Uh, All right, uh, uh, let's move on. Uh, there are certainly other things to talk about, Ed. Yes, it's a big day in Detroit, ladies and gentlemen. We had uh, Bernie in Ann Arbor yesterday, and Joe, Joe's coming here. And I just, you know, what happened here last time? Hillary was way ahead and then she wasn't right so it's it's i don't see uh i don't see bernie succeeding here i just don't see no. that uh, two no. people want to be too pragmatic no. and he's, he's also got a there's the black belt vote coming as well so mm. too pragmatic yeah oh man okay zippy uh yes i i've just been overwhelmed with the Soaking up, you know, every opinion and watching every channel. So it, it is. Uh, you are this, doing that. The psychological effect is kind of, it's pretty uh, intense. I do pay too much attention to it, I'm afraid. Uh, you know, if you sit I just, in, in front of the trinket that's going back and forth and the per- <laughs> person is allowed to hypnotize you, it can be intense. Well, it was interesting. I just went to physical therapy for my shoulder, right? And a young kid, he's probably, uh, I don't know, late 20s. And I said, wow, what do you think about the start of this coronavirus thing? Ah, I don't pay any attention. I don't really watch that much television. And he was much happier. And I'm thinking, wow, like, yeah. Man, yeah. maybe that's where I need to be. It is. It's it's alarming, to say the least. Well, the other thing is so that is. you and I are in the you know in that high-risk category. I, and we're also in that age group where the stock market crash to recover, which may take eight or ten years, that puts me uh, I hopefully still above ground when it comes back. So did you hear a story that said eight or ten years? <laughs> no, but uh, the uh, it, 08 took quite a while to come back. I mean, after that whole... Not really, actually. It's amazing. If you look at 08... Um, the stock market came back. I'd have to go look at the actual data, but I read some article about it. And uh, what happens is if you're dumb enough to sell, then you miss the big days when it comes roaring back. But the stock market, uh, I believe the stock market recovered by like 11 or 12 or something like that. And then as it roared on, uh, and by the way, um, the effect air market like this is the like the effect of a really high volume toilet uh, when you flush and there's a whole bunch of crap in it. <laughs> not one of those. <laughs> Love your analogy. No, Bob. not one of those conservative toilets. You know that skimps on the water. But but what yeah, happens flush twice. Yeah. is industries that have too high debt balance sheets get flushed away. Wads of paper is what I call that. And um, and all the crap 
all the crap gets basically goes out of business and gets bought for dollar by the oligarchs and the and the and the plutocrats, uh, and uh, they don't have their own party. They just manipulate the others the way a marionette plays with a puppet, and and so that stuff is. Uh, I mean, it's good for if you can wait it out. A, a recession is fantastic. Okay, now wait a minute. There, sale. you just Waited ding, out, ding, you ding, ding, ding. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. You just said the magic word. There's a thing called sequence. The if you can wait it out. There's a thing called sequence of returns. If you happen to retire in 08 on a fixed retirement oh. nest egg. Forget it. Yes. No. You needed to get that job at Mickey D's and go to Starbucks afterwards and mop up the floors at Walmart that night. Right. So, you know, so that's the point I'm making. That That's what yeah. was the eight-year But reference. you'd look good in that, uh, you'd look oh. good with that name tag, really. You'd be fine. <laughs> it would tough. It would be Take tough for me to mop, scrub the bottom and I, top. I mean, unlike the image of uh, most people that work at Walmart, it would be tough for me to be upbeat as a greeter. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's got a point. I would uh, say something like, you know, the <laughs> instead of like welcome, it would be, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> Get a life. That would be Don't my greed. Do you realize how much we paid for this blue vest? <laughs> yeah. This is a $2 vest. It's not Made even by mine. Chinese children. All right. Not- all right. Well, I yeah. tried. To, I tried to change the subject, but we went oh, right well, back sorry. to recession. But no, I'm, it's, depression. That's, okay. Let's stop. Uh, let's, let's, sorry. Let me, let me actually change the subject because Ed sent this story. Dolly Parton <laughs> wants to pose for Playboy. Dolly Parton is 162 years old, and she looks great. <laughs> But her breasts are only 20. <laughs> uh, they might say. be two weeks old, for all I know. <laughs> She's a septuagenarian, which yeah. I used to not know what that is. But she's in her seventies. Mm-hmm. You thought it was your diet, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, she, on 60 Minutes, she asked when she would retire. She said, never. I don't plan to retire. I just turned 74. I plan to be on the cover of Playboy magazine, which I think she was being funny. Um, but I think she's making a pitch. I, possibly, uh, and by the way, Can't there's be that hard these days. There's a precedent for that. Well, you know, she is. I mean, oh, a, a super impressive force of nature. She's an unbelievable businesswoman. She's an incredible yep. talent. She's a great songwriter, fabulous performer, good actress. I mean, she does have it all going on, and always she has. does all of that while still retaining that. You know, that Mad Men era of enjoying looking at women's tits. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. And she's delightful. And I don't she think she mind, not she only would she not mind it. me saying that on a podcast, I think she'd be like, yes, thank <laughs> you. That's why I mentioned Playboy. It certainly wasn't for my nose. You know she's what I mean? She's really, really brilliant. And, um, really, really brilliant. Yeah. So she first was on the cover of Playboy in 1978. I don't believe she took off her clothes. No, just a cover shot. Yeah. And she was 32 years old. What she did is she gave him lots of cleavage in a bunny costume with ears, bow tie, cuffs, and everything. And she said, I I did it. I did Playboy magazine years ago. It'd be such a hoot if they go for it. Then she said, I don't know if they will but I'd like to be on the cover of Playboy when I'm 75. You know, there's an interesting... Can I ask your question? Does anybody know anybody who knows anybody who knows anybody that subscribes to Playboy? Magazine? Oh, I thought you were saying has been a Playmate. I actually knew a Playmate. Hmm. No. But I... No, I... I've met a few of them. I, uh, Jesus, when I want to... 
did I, did I can't believe I brought Jesus into this, but <laughs> when I want nudity, <laughs> I don't have to walk very far today. <laughs> Certainly not to a newsstand. That's true. Um, no, no. But that's where that's where we all anyway. That's where we all broke into the industry. I'm afraid it had to be Playboy at uh, yeah in the early oh, yeah. days. A, a friend of mine's dad used to stick Playboy in a magazine rock. And he buried it behind lots of Sports Illustrateds, mm -hmm. and he he wanted his you know his son to find it, and when his son found it, he was like, "Put it back exactly where you saw it, and don't tell your mom." mom. <laughs> ah. It's like, yes, you. I remember. Uh, do you remember? Does the name Karen McDougal mean anything to anybody? Uh, Karen, Karen McDougal. McDougal. She was a Trump, yes. one of the Trump uh, mistresses, who was paid to keep quiet, right? Yes, she was. But she came to the back door of the radio station when I was working at WCSX. And uh, she she just did an impromptu appearance. And I went, Jimmy, Jimmy, we've got a playmate at the back door. Wow. Send her away. It, it's funny. It used to <laughs> mean something, though, right? It, you sent I, yeah, her away? I was crushed. I'd never seen such a beautiful woman in oh, my really? life. Oh. And she, I, I, I had to say, ah. Uh, I, I can't let you in. Have you got a number? <laughs> Why did you say you couldn't let her in again? Uh, because the host, it was a very conservative fellow, uh, said, no. I don't care if she's the, if she is from Michigan. I don't care if she is the playmate of the month. She can't come on our show. Wow. And We're worried uh, about that. It might have been being controversial she, she had, talking well, to he hadn't, you know, a naked woman. Is it, what what just, is the deal? I I couldn't. I, I don't know that I to this day figured that one mm. out. That's a Jim Johnson question. You'd have to yeah. ask JJ. Mm. Oh, and with JJ. a name like Jim right. Johnson yeah. too, amazing. You'd think, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Dick the Bruiser and yeah. In, and Woodison, I worked with a Woody a Johnson and a Dick. I mean, you know, yeah. In how bad is it? Yeah, yeah. Back in the '90s in Seattle, uh, a gal was the playmate of the month, maybe even finalist for the year. I'm having trouble remembering her name now, but I, I shouldn't because we were Facebook friends for a while. Um, she came in and she was really actually nice and personable. And of course, you know, we did we did the aw shucks kind of interview that uh, a family friendly show would do. Uh, but then she started dating one of my interns. And so that was uh -huh. weird because I was I would look at him and I'd go, you're dating her? Oh, I remember her name now. Uh, Arlene Baxter is her name. And uh, and she was, of course, gorgeous. And But I was like, she's dating you? Does she, does she know you're just our intern? <laughs> I was like, I, was, I can't believe I was being that rude to him. <laughs> uh, but he had this magical something that made her like, yeah. seem fun. And um, I don't think they lasted very long. Uh, but then she became better. sort of like, I don't want to say an activist, but she, she grew up and she... You know, had a nice life, and I probably taught yoga or something, and everything was fine. Uh, it, it was just weird that that brush, the other brush with the centerfold was Jake Bell's band, did a song about it. Oh yeah, centerfold. As, that's at right. At Longview yeah. Farm, the recording studio uh, near Worcester, where where we lived. Wolf a Gofa, Peter Wolf. Yeah. Yeah, and um, you know, but now. I don't know if uh, my angel is on Pornhub would take off at a song. <laughs> <laughs> angel is on Pornhub. 
<laughs> you know, we had a midday girl who had appeared in Playboy she named uh, Sherry Donovan. I don't know if you remember her from Detroit, Zip, or not. Yes, I do. I, yes, absolutely. She was the midday yes. girl on WLLZ. Yep, yep, yep. Had, you, yeah. Wheels, Beautiful yeah. blonde, married a buddy of mine, Darren. They live in Cali now. She's doing real estate. And the guys would come to remotes with her nude shots asking for, for autographs. And she would just turn beat ad, but do it. Mm. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, now it's kind of like the the Kardashians make it a career. Sherry was embarrassed. You know? You know uh, and that's interesting, too. It's, it's, uh, yeah, that's been a, is, has it not been a stepping stone for many women, attractive women? Tread lightly um, on the fringe. Using their bodies yeah, as, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, has but using their bodies been a stepping stone for women? Ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, uh, that is. That is asked with the kind of innocence that Zip asks such a... Have women ever gotten ahead because of their looks? I'm not saying in the typical... Does you know, Dolly Parton sleep on her back? <laughs> <laughs> Does a bear look at Playboy in the woods? <laughs> Only if there's leaves around. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Oh, boy. Talked about people standing next to Trump who didn't say anything when he told a bald-faced lie. <laughs> Um, we all sell a part of our soul at some point just to just to eat, right? Well, yeah, so what's the it's difference? True. What's the so difference? All of life is compromise. Dolly Parton making body gentle references to tits, for lack of a better term, and actually posing nude and <laughs> using it as a springboard to get to do other stuff. Absolutely. And and Well and don't say springboard because if she got on with she'd have two <laughs> black <laughs> eyes, let's be honest. <laughs> I love that, by the way, <laughs> on a podcast, you can do anything you want, and we've just yes. decided we can say tits, <laughs> only because Dolly led the way. Well, no, you know what I mean. Very nice. It's she totally made, part of her, her those branding. Those breasts make it around the corner before she does. <laughs> it's totally part of her branding, is it not? Uh, of course. Yeah. Uh, only, uh, only it's, uh, again, in olden times, before reality television and social media we would do these things with a wink and a nod you know we would um, we would use inference uh what did steven tyler sing you know we would sneak it in between the lines mm. uh, and yes. adults would wink at each other and now you you have to explain to your four-year-old daughter that he meant he was grabbing a bouquet of pussy willows that he just misspoke. <laughs> okay. Need a cat stay? Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> no. No, I was just going to say, I'd be curious if you asked Goldie Hawn, right? If she uh, looks back fondly upon her days when she, you know, played that character on Laughing. Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Sort of a body painted mm -hmm. hippie chick. The ditzy broad. Yeah. yeah. You mm -hmm. think she's proud of that work? It's a good question. Mm -hmm. I'm sure she's been interviewed about it, and I would hope she would be honest and say, it was fun. I mean, when we're young, we're sexual creatures, and of course we're going to have fun. I think what you're hinting at, Zip, is that this whole Me Too movement has left a lot of us going, okay, should we just cut it off? And the answer is, of course not, but we have to somehow put it in some sort of a sling and get it to be a little bit better behaved. Well, I fondled this topic long enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> Great. All right. 
Uh, so uh, everybody stay safe. We're going to play a few Twisted Tunes and um, wash your hands. I have to cancel a cruise. That Comb your teeth. Oh, you are, can- you are canceling. Cancel. You are going to cancel. You have to, right? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I mean, they're basically, I got in, a, in an email flame war with them yesterday because they're seeing out these happy things about how they're preparing and they've put extra hand washing stations in and everything's going to be fine. Good. And the one they sent yeah. the day before yesterday said, oh, and by the way, you know, the flu kills this many people a year. <laughs> and I'm like, so be oh, prepared. No, you guys are turning into a fake news channel now. I and, it, and so I wrote back to them and they said, well, we're just doing what the cruise line tells us to do. And they actually said the cruise line is negotiating with the federal government. Certainly not for a bailout, but perhaps for just some money in a bag on the side. Something. Are they really? Um, and, and the, yeah. Uh, and the airlines and everybody in transportation is destroyed. I have a friend who cleans carpets. He's the drummer for Paul Rogers for many mm, years. Yeah. And he has a carpet cleaning really? business and he's a drummer. So half his money is going out on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday night and playing for packed bars where coughing on someone is how you make a pass at them. And, yeah. and his other half is going to these bars and restaurants you know, at midnight and cleaning their carpets because they've had so much wear and tear. Well, if nobody goes to restaurants, oh, I know, and nobody can go out to nightclubs, he's basically he's sitting there going, "I'm sure the federal government will take care of me." Hmm. <sighs> wow, I'm okay. from the government. I'm here to help. Yeah, I was trying so hard not to end on a bummer. Uh, we have a uh, we have a bit that you sent. Uh, I love this. So. Is this the NAB or the NBA with no crowd? Is this yes? Is this what the NBA. games are going to sound like? Yes. The coronavirus <laughs> promo for the games going to sound like. Okay. Oh, a promo for the games when there's not going to be any crowd. Are you ready for this? Yep. Let her rip. Rock and roll. The coronavirus is taking over our lives, and soon the NBA will hold games without anyone in the stands. Between periods, get psyched for the T-shirt cannon. <laughs> and to help get your home team psyched to play, our janitorial stab will help cheer them on. Charge! It's the NBA <laughs> with no crowd. Catch it before you catch the coronavirus. Oh, hey! <laughs> I love that. Hey. <laughs> All right, you guys. Yeah. Everybody stay safe. Uh, we'll talk again next week. It's the Bob and Zip cast with Ed Kelly. The world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Started running, no one thought we'd see people stand in line to see the orange king. King Trump, how'd we get so lucky? Donald Trump, he's gonna save our country. Or a silver spoon, he could buy the moon. King Trump. Now when he wins and China has to see him, he'll get back all our money and build a coliseum. Name's Trump. Hillary's a donkey. Donald Trump. He's my favorite honky. Built the Taj Mahal. 
This first lady's got nice boobies. Really, they're great. They're fabulous. They're huge. 